Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, January 25th, 4.57 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up two and a quarter at 679 and a quarter. March soybeans down seven and a quarter at 1481 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat up 10 and three quarters at 745 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up 12 and three quarters at 846 and a half. March spring wheat up eight and three quarters at 911 and three quarters. I'm up bright and early today, earlier than normal. Uh, travel day for me. I'm headed to the AgView Solutions Executive Business Conference in Florida. My friends Chris Barron and Shay Folk are putting that on. I know I'll see a few of you down there. Uh, looking forward to that. We've got some more U.S. acreage estimates emerging. S&P Global was out with numbers this week. They've got corn acreage projected at 90.5 million, which would be up from 88.6 in 2022 or last year. Uh, they've got soybean acres at 88 million versus 86.3 in 2022. So you're looking at increases um, in both corn and soybeans versus last year, mainly because we had a lot of prevent plant last year. All wheat plantings pegged at 49.8 versus 47.5 last year. Spring wheat. 11.2 versus 10.8 million in 2022 Durham acreage uh, expected to rise slightly. In regard to corn and soybean acres, uh, the amount of combined acres I think remains a question mark. You know, even with the uh, really strong margins and strong prices the last couple of years, we couldn't push combined corn and soybean acres uh, much above 180 million. And 180 million is like the same level we were at in 2017. So if we couldn't do it these last couple of years, I don't know why we would do it this year. Uh, uh, S&P Global is working with a combined corn and soybean acreage number of 178.5. The uh, U.S. acreage pie is just shrinking, and I don't know if it's ever coming back. There's a lot of urban sprawl. There's a lot of uh, other factors at play here. But if we didn't get these acres back, if, if we didn't bounce back to like 2014 or 2015 levels in regard to principal crop, and I've got that chart on my screen here if you're watching on YouTube, if we didn't do it the last couple of years, I don't know if we're doing it this year. Uh, if you guys want some more details on this, I did a subscriber-only video uh, with Pete Meyer from S&P Global. Pete's like the big man on campus when it comes to uh, grains and oil seeds at S&P Global, and uh, he helped to put this survey together, I believe. Uh, he commented on all of this in this video yesterday. If you guys are interested, sign up today uh, for the premium deal, and I'll blast you over this video with Pete. Uh, really great discussion. Got some rain, snow moving across the central and eastern uh, United States this morning. You got some big chunks of Missouri, Illinois, parts of Iowa, uh, Indiana, Ohio with uh, some snow. And then you've got rains over Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, the southeast. Uh, when you look at what's occurred over the last 72 hours, you've seen some decent coverage in a lot of these areas. So your central and eastern parts of the Corn Belt, you've seen... I'm not going to call it a drought-busting event yet, but there's still a lot of dry areas, but it's been helpful. Uh, the areas where you haven't seen the rain are your, your most drought-stricken areas of the United States, which are like parts of Kansas, parts of Nebraska, parts of Colorado. You've still got drought in those areas. Um, according to USDA, and I think I ran through these statistics earlier this week, we've uh, seen, let's see, U.S. corn areas experiencing drought are 47%. That number was 71 in October. So corn areas experiencing drought have come down. Uh, soybean areas experiencing a drought 39% as of last week versus 71 in October. U.S. winter wheat areas experiencing a drought still at 59, but that number was 75 um, in October, November. So you look at the drought monitor here, and yeah, you've seen a lot of rain here recently and, and snow across the central corn belt, eastern corn belt, uh, 
mid-south, southeast portion of the country. But these areas here in the dark red on the drought monitor, uh, still kind of high and dry. There has been some snow and some rain, but um, still big-time moisture deficits. And uh, same can be said for a lot of the western Corn Belt, western Iowa, uh, a lot of Nebraska, South Dakota, Minnesota, uh, still drought-stricken. So you still got um, some drought issues here. And as we get closer to uh, row crop planting season, as we get closer to the, the spring time frame when the uh, winter wheat crop emerges from dormancy, this is going to become an issue if it's not alleviated. Got a little bit of rain on the radar in Argentina this morning, not much, just some scattered stuff. But the forecast is wet. Um, there was some back and forth yesterday regarding the amounts and locations of expected rainfall. But this morning's Euro model indicates that accumulation uh, will begin, in fact, on Friday, Saturday this week. You're going to see some pretty widespread coverage over the next uh, week or so, two to three inches of rain across a lot of corn and soybean country in Argentina uh, during the next, uh, say, 10 days in general. There is some debate regarding the longer-term forecast. The GFS is kind of flipping around a little bit, but this looks like a pretty good deal here that they're going to see come Friday, Saturday. And the extended stuff, of course, is always difficult to predict. Um, some people would argue that this may help to increase yield expectations. Others might say that this will only prevent additional losses. Um, even following these additional rains, a lot of Argentina's corn and soybean areas have only seen like half of their normal rainfall since October 1st. So still definitely a drought situation, but maybe a little bit of an improvement movement. The United States will send a significant number of Abrams M1 tanks to Ukraine. This move is part of a diplomatic agreement with Germany. Uh, Berlin has agreed to send a smaller number of its own tanks and will likely approve some more German and Polish tanks. President Biden approved this move against the judgment of the Pentagon. Military officials believed that the tanks would be too difficult to operate and maintain. Uh, deliveries could take up to 12 months. There's been a little bit of chatter on the Russian side regarding an additional troop mobilization. Uh, nothing set in stone there. I don't know exactly how Russia is going to react to that. I haven't heard much. Uh, but Ukraine very much attempting to mount a big-time counteroffensive here. Uh, we'll see what Putin has to say about this. I still just I can't rule out an additional or, or an escalation in this situation, which uh, under the right circumstances could be friendly to grain markets. Any sort of disruption to wheat exports out of the Black Sea would be a, a big-time issue. We're just not there yet, but I think you got to keep an eye on this. USDA reported a flash sale of corn yesterday. Unknown destinations bought about 5 million bushels of corn for delivery during the car current uh, marketing year. That's the fifth such flash sale of corn reported so far this year. All of them have been pretty small. China's on holiday this week. I'm not sure if you can rule out Chinese purchases or not. Accumulated corn export sales for the current marketing year still down uh, 47% versus the same period last year. So these smaller corn sales really don't do much to uh, fix what really is a big time problem with the export program. Um, cattle market was mixed yesterday. We had some light cash cattle trade reported in the Western Corn Belt at 155, probably not enough to establish a trend. Um, the U.S. dollar is up a little bit this morning. Stock market's off. The S&P's down 30. Uh, Dow Jones is down 180. Gold's down 10 bucks. Crude is down 18 cents in the March WTI at 79.95. Um, have a great day today, guys. Believe it or not, I will not be here uh, doing YouTube or the podcast Thursday or Friday this week. I'll be traveling. Uh, Brian, Matt, Betsy from agmarket.net will uh, be handling this stuff the next couple of days. So look out for that. I'll be back Monday. Uh, have a great weekend, guys.